Hello, podcast friends. In today's episode, I'm answering the question, I've paid off all my student loans, now what? This is the next question in our Now What series, and I'm really excited to dive in further because at a certain point in life as a young professional, you're going to hit a point where all your student loans are paid off. It's been a goal that you've been tackling for such a long time, and now you're wondering what the next step is. For so many people, this goal of paying off student loans seemed so huge and felt like it would take so many years. And then when this goal's met, many people wonder what exactly they should do next. Pay off more debt? Buy a house? Put money into the stock market? There are so many different decisions that can be made when the student debt goal has been accomplished. And today, to help you navigate your next steps in your financial journey, I'll be sharing with you three different questions you could ask yourself so that you can understand what next step to take now that your student loans or are paid off. Or if they are not paid off just yet, you could start planning for what you're going to do next and what questions you will ask yourself when you do pay them off. So the three questions I will elaborate on are, one, how much money is in my emergency fund? Two, what other high interest debt do I need to pay off? And three, are my values aligned with my future money goals right now? I hope you're as excited about this episode as I am. Welcome to the Financial Wealth and Health Podcast. My name is Isabel Clausen, an LPL financial advisor at Desert Wealth Management. I'm a fellow young professional who wants to help other young professionals work toward financial freedom. Through my education and experience of being a financial advisor, combined with the fact that I'm also a young person myself and I know what other young people are going through, I understand just how much you desire financial freedom. Freedom from financial worry, financial debt, and financial fears. Through this podcast, I seek to help you work toward financial freedom by focusing on financial health. I truly believe that in order to become financially wealthy and financially free, you need to be financially healthy. I want to help you develop a healthy and thriving relationship with your money so that you could spend less time worrying about tomorrow and spend more time enjoying today. Let's grow our financial wealth and health together. In my past podcast episodes, I've been sharing a quote of the week as well as some market news for each week. And while I do enjoy creating this part of the podcast for you, I think that it makes the podcast episode a little bit longer and I really want to make sure that you're able to take the tips that I share, digest them, and implement them in an efficient way. So for podcast episodes going forward, I will no longer be sharing the quote of the week. And as far as market news updates for the week goes, I'll be sharing a couple articles that I find helpful when it comes to market research, but I will be linking those in the show notes for you to read further if you would like, rather than me personally reading them and talking about them here on the podcast. So with all that being said, the two articles that I'll be linking in the show notes for this week in terms of market news and updates are the LPL Weekly Market Commentary for this week, as well as one of LPL Research's Macro Market Movers blog posts that was posted this week at the time of this recording. Okay, let's dive in to the three questions to ask yourself as you try to understand what to do after you've paid off your student loans. First question you need to ask yourself is, how much money is in my emergency fund? 
Now, I know if you've listened to all my episodes so far, you're probably rolling your eyes, but let me just reiterate one more time how important an emergency fund is. Yes, I agree, it's not the most elaborate or exciting financial goal to save for, but it could help you down the road if an emergency does happen one day. Unexpected medical bills, a job layoff, a family emergency, you name it, your emergency fund can come in clutch when life takes you by surprise. And now that you've paid off your student loans, this means you'll have more room in your budget to put money into your emergency fund if needed. Well, how do you know how much money you need in your emergency fund? My broad recommendation is if you're single and have a full-time income, have six months worth of mandatory expenses in your savings account. Now, if you're married and both of you and your spouse have full-time incomes, have three months worth of expenses saved in your emergency fund. But if you're married and only one spouse has a full-time income, have six months worth of a mandatory expenses saved for. Well, this begs the question, what's a mandatory expense? I'll tell you what is not a mandatory expense. Eating out is not mandatory. Getting a cute outfit each month is not mandatory. Getting your nails done or buying a new video game is also not mandatory. It's fun and it's totally okay to enjoy your spending, which is something I encourage people to do instead of being overly restrictive, but fun spending is not necessary for survival. What is mandatory is paying rent or paying a mortgage, paying for your phone bill, your internet bill, paying for water and electricity, paying for basic groceries and gas in the car. So when you're trying to figure out what a month's worth of mandatory expenses are, ask yourself this question. What things do I need to survive and keep the lights on? For example, you may be spending $3,000 a month as a household, but maybe you only have $2,000 of that amount that's mandatory and the rest is more fun spending. Take whatever that mandatory expense number is and multiply it by either three or six depending on how many months worth of emergency funds you think you need based on what I shared earlier. Now, just as a side note, everyone has their own special number for an emergency fund, and I would encourage you to talk about it with your significant other or talk to a financial professional, as I can't give specific advice on the exact amount you need in your emergency fund, but that range is usually three to six months, so I just want to clarify that. Okay, question number two. What other high interest debt do I need to pay off? Well, when you're asking yourself this question, it's important to get a full running balance of all the debt you have, the outstanding balance, as well as the interest rate on it and the term of the loan. So go on all your different online portals, look at your car loan, look at your mortgage loan if you have one, look at any credit card debt that you may have, take a look at any different products that you have, you know, paying on different segments or have different payment lengths of time. Some of those accrue interest, some don't. Just look at all the debt that you have. And then once you have all of that information collected, rank the debt from highest interest to lowest interest. And then when you do that, take the higher interest debt and make a six month calendar of paying off each of those higher interest loans. Now I would definitely recommend that you do speak to a professional about these topics when it comes to debt and how much to pay off before you start working on different financial goals. 
especially when it comes to lower interest debt because there's different definitions of what counts as lower interest debt and when to start paying that off versus paying that off while you work towards financial goals. Some people want to have a mortgage payment and a car loan and keep paying that off while they're also working towards goals such as retirement. Some people want to have no debt at all. So everyone has their own situation, their own goals. People have different credit histories. So when it does come down to the lower interest debt, please talk with a professional about what order you should be paying it off and when you could start saving for other financial goals. Okay, now we're diving into the third question you should ask yourself once you've paid off your student debt. That question is, are my values aligned with my future money goals right now? Okay, I'm sure you've done a values goals exercise before, and perhaps you did that before you started paying off your student loans so that you could develop a plan to pay off those student loans. And every different stage of life requires a slight or a large adjustment to your financial budget, to the plan that you have for yourself. So when you have completed this large milestone of, you know, paying off student loans, woohoo, congratulations. It's important to assess where your values are at and if your goals are aligning with them. And if your goals right now are not aligning with them, that's okay. You could just realign everything and get started on your new savings calendar. Okay, so let's say that before you paid off your student loans, your values was family, passion, career, stability, and adventures. And let's say that your values haven't changed that much. And when we're young and when we're, you know, definitely going through each and every one of these checklist items of paying off student loans, paying off debt, saving for a house, all that, our values usually stay the same for a while. It's just our goals that switch up a little bit. So let's say that your values are the same, but a huge goal that you just accomplished is paying off that student loan. So what are you going to fill in to those values that you used to have your student loans as that goal, but what's a new goal you're going to have to replace the student loan goal since you accomplished it? Well, let's say that the financial goal of paying off student loans was aligning with the value of stability and the value of family. You wanted to have a little more stability by getting out of some of your debt and this would in turn help your your family and help you save for different financial goals down the road. All right, well that value of stability and the value of family was being upheld by this financial goal. And let's just say another financial goal you want to add in for the value of family and stability is saving for a down payment on a home. Or maybe starting to save for your child's education if you have children or if you have future children down the road. Or maybe to support the goal of family, you want to save for a 15-year family vacation down the road. And that could also align with your values of adventures and joy and passion. Okay, so it's really great to align those goals, whether they're one-year goals, two-year goals, or 15 to 20-year goals. And so that's what I mean when I say realigning your values with your goals. Your money goals will shift a lot, but at a certain point in life, your values kind of stay the same. I found that when you grow up, your values do change a lot, but when you kind of start prepping for a family and getting things lined up in that way, your values stay the same and it's just the goals that have to flex. So I would say sit with your significant other or if you're single, maybe sit with a friend or maybe a parent to kind of have that deeper conversation and just chat about what your values are and start thinking of fun goals to save for. Because while it's great to have values and it's great to have money, 
a really great way to start living a fulfilling life that has a lot of financial freedom in it is when you align those direct money goals to those values. And having that higher why, having that value directly linked to that goal can give you the motivation to save when it's hard. It could give you the motivation to maybe spend less money on things that don't really align with your goals and then make the choices and set the boundaries to put your income towards the goals that really fulfill you. All right, well, thank you so much for listening to me chat a little bit about some next steps. I will quickly recap these for you right now before we head out. So when you've paid off your student loans, ask yourself first, how much money is in my emergency fund? And then once you have that set up and lined up, then ask, what other high interest debt do I need to pay off? And then the third question, the fun one, is are my values aligned with my future money goals right now? It's so great to overcome each of these obstacles and really turn these obstacles into accomplished goals that you could carry with you for the rest of your life. So congratulations on paying off your student loans. And if you're listening to this and you're working on paying off your student loans, you could do it. Keep working hard and know that you can start working towards living a life filled with financial freedom. I hope that this podcast episode was helpful, uplifting, and that you learned something that will help guide you in your financial journey. And before you go, I do want to chat with you a little bit about financial planning and how you could work with me if you have some financial questions or goals that you want to start working on more in depth. Do you find yourself overthinking your budget, wondering if you're spending too much or saving enough? Are you feeling overwhelmed with information about how to start investing your money? On a more emotional side, are you wanting to be free from your fears about money but have trouble figuring out just how to do this? Well, if you've answered yes to any of these questions, then financial planning is definitely for you, and I'd be honored to help coach you in your financial life. And I have some great news for you. At Desert Wealth Management, we offer affordable financial planning packages to help guide you and support you in living the life that you want. We take time to understand who you are and what you care about so that we can coach you through the questions, the fears, and the habits around your financial life. It's our goal to help align your values with your money, as we believe that this can help you start walking in financial freedom with confidence. If you're interested in learning more about taking part in our financial planning programs, please visit us at our website at www.desertwealth.net slash financial planning. The link will be in the show notes below. We would be honored to help you start working toward living a life of financial freedom. We'll chat more next week. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss.